morning. Let's talk about liturgical observations in general and the season of Epiphany in particular. God's ordained festivals in Scripture were given to challenge His people to have regular worship renewal. These festivals are listed in everyone's favorite book of the Bible, Leviticus. In Leviticus 23, there are seven worship feasts ordained by God, none of which are observed by the Christian community today. <clears throat> Christmas and Easter were both pagan festivals until co-opted by early Christian leaders centuries after the death of Christ. Historians cite the reason for the selection was first to clearly separate the Christian believers from the Jewish practices and to facilitate pagan participation with the intent of conversion. One may argue that when the curtain in the temple was ripped at the resurrection of Christ, that the end of the system of sacrifices includes the use of the specific festivals for worship. Well, perhaps. But bringing worship renewal by developing a church calendar pattern after a religious calendar God gave to Israel is not the issue here. Then there is the Catholic liturgical calendar of holy days for many different events and venerated saints. Christmas and Easter are universally celebrated by the Christian community in the West. However, there are three church events that are observed by some mainline Christian churches, but not by others. Those are Epiphany, Lent, and Pentecost Sunday. In most traditional Christian churches, Christmas as well as Easter is celebrated as a period of time rather than just a day. The season of Christmas or Advent begins with the first Sunday of Advent and ends at sundown on 24th of December. <clears throat> However, in other churches, Epiphany, being January the 6th, is the final to the Christmas season. The 12 days of Christmas are normally counted from December 25th through January 5th. The one or two Sundays between Christmas Day and Epiphany are sometimes called Christmastide. In most traditions, the day before Epiphany is the 12th day of Christmas. This is an occasion for feasting in some cultures, including the baking of special king's cake as part of the festivals, and children receive small gifts in their shoes to honor the Magi's gifts to the infant Jesus. The term Epiphany means to show or to make known. In the Western Church, the festival commemorates the visit by the Magi to the infant Jesus, which is seen as evidence that Christ, the Jewish Messiah, came also for the salvation of Gentiles. In the East, it primarily commemorates the baptism of Jesus and celebrates the revelation that the incarnate Christ was born both fully God and fully man. As with most aspects of Christian liturgical calendar, Epiphany has theological significance as a teaching tool in a church. The wise men, or magi, who brought gifts to the infant Jesus were the first recorded Gentiles to acknowledge Jesus as king, and so were the first to show or reveal Jesus to a wider word as the incarnate Christ. This act of worship by the Magi, which corresponds to Simeon's blessing that the child Jesus would be the light of for the revelation to the Gentiles, that's Luke 2.32, was one of the first indications that Jesus came for all people, all nations, all races, and that the work of God in the world would not be limited to only a few. 
Regardless of which liturgical calendar one chooses, the purpose of these events are identical to the seven observations specified by Christ. They are a call to the community of believers to intentionally worship, bringing to mind God's provision for us and to praise Him. Let me suggest that a working surrogate for an individual can be found in Tommy Walker's praise song, We Shall Remember. One can Google the song and, and title and get a, a variety of renditions. The one I liked in particular was by the Dallas First Baptist Church. The first verse of lyrics is as follows. We will remember, we will remember, we will remember the works of your hands. We will stop and give you praise for great is thy faithfulness. We will remember, we will remember, we will remember the works of your hands. We will stop and give you praise for great is thy faithfulness. You're our creator, our life sustainer, deliverer, our comfort, our joy. Throughout the ages, you've been our shelter, our peace in the midst of the storm. With signs and wonders, you've shown your people with precious blood, you've shown us your grace. You've been our helper, our liberator, the giver of life to no end. We will remember, we will remember the works of your hands. We will stop and give you praise for great is thy faithfulness. When we walk through life's greatest valleys, we look back at all you have done and we will shout, our God is great and he is the faithful one. Hallelujah, hallelujah to the one whom blessings flow. Hallelujah, hallelujah to the one whose glory has been shown. We will remember, we will remember, we will remember the works of your hands. We will stop and give you praise for a gate is thy faithfulness. I still remember the day you saved me, the day I heard you call out my name. You said you loved me and you would never leave me and I've never been the same. We will remember, we will remember, we will remember the works of your hands. We will stop and give you praise for great is thy faithfulness. As we close out 2023, always remember every day is a bonus, an opportunity to advance the kingdom of God. If we fail at something, we can begin again. The story of scripture is you can begin again. Blessings to all for a safe and worshipful new year. <clears throat> Wherefore, this is a verse from Ephesians. Wherefore, he said, awake thou sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give you the light redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Where are ye not unwise, but understanding that the will of God, the will of the Lord. That's Ephesians 5, 14. Good day.